0: Welcome to a Nutrition and Clinical Practice podcast. I'm Dr. Jeanette Hassey, the Editor-in-Chief of Nutrition and Clinical Practice. The theme of the October 2023 issue is nutrition assessment. Today, we wanna focus on a paper entitled Interprofessional Implementation of the Global Malnutrition Composite Score Quality Measure that's published in the October issue. So joining me today is the first author of that paper, Dr. Matthew Bechtold. Dr. Bechtold is a professor of medicine director of endoscopy and the director of GI ambulatory services at the University of Missouri, Columbia. So Matt, before we start our discussion, do you have any disclosures on this topic that you'd like to share with our audience?
1: Sure. I am a speaker for the Nestle Nutrition Institute and I'm on the advisory board of Medtrician, but both of these are not relevant to the topic today.
0: Thank you. So as I was reading through this paper, I think I mentioned to Matt, it's it's a very important topic, but it can be a little confusing. So I want to make sure that we can kind of clear up some of that today. So I'm going to just jump into the questions that I had, Matt, when I was reading through the article. So let's start out with what exactly is the Global Malnutrition Composite Score and how did it come about?
1: Well, that is a, a great question. The uh, Global Malnutrition Composite Score is a scoring system for improving quality in the identification and treatment of malnutrition in elderly patients admitted to the hospital for more than 24 hours as we know from the literature and likely from our practices, malnutrition seems to be underrecognized and undertreated especially in the older patients that are at significant risk if these patients are properly screened diagnosed and treated we can get patients home faster while reducing costs associated with hospital stays as for how this score came about in 2013 the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, a consulting firm of Avalere Health, and many stakeholders started a malnutrition quality improvement initiative. An interprofessional toolkit was created to help in malnutrition quality measures. This malnutrition quality improvement initiative group developed, piloted, and validated four electronic clinical quality measures for malnutrition identification and treatment. These four measures were submitted to the National Quality Forum for endorsement and to the CMS for adoption. In 2016, the four measures were under consideration for CMS. The National Quality Forum and CMS recommended combining all four measures into one composite score. In 2021, the Global Malnutrition Composite Score was endorsed by the National Quality Forum, and in 2022, It was accepted by CMS for its Hospital Inpatient Quality Reporting Program. The Global Malnutrition Composite Score is the first nutrition-focused electronic clinical quality measure and the first composite electronic clinical quality measure in any CMS payment program. In January 2024, the Global Malnutrition Composite Score can be voluntarily reported to CMS.
0: So you mentioned that there are different components of that Global Malnutrition Composite score. So uh, what are those components and how is that score then calculated?
1: The Global Malnutrition Composite score has four distinct measurements for patients greater than 65 years old being admitted to the hospital. Each of these measurements is basically a percentage. The four pillars are screening for malnutrition up front on admission, a diet, assessment within 24 hours of admission if they're screened to be high risk, a malnutrition diagnosis placed in the chart, and a treatment plan for malnutrition placed in the chart. These are the four basic pillars. And when you're looking at percentages, you have to have a nominator and denominator. So when you the first pillar is screening for malnutrition. This is basically the patient screened over the total patients admitted. When you look at that nutritional assessment by a dietitian within 24 hours, these are the patients that were assessed by the dietitian within 24 hours over the total number of screen patients that were at high risk of malnutrition. And then if you're looking at the diagnosis pillar, the malnutrition diagnosis documented chart, this is the documented diagnosis of malnutrition divided by the assessed patients with malnutrition by the dietitian. And, of course, the treatment plan is the documented treatment plan over the patient's diagnosis. So each pillar is built upon the one before that. Once you get all four percentages calculated, you take the, a mean of all the percentages. And this is your global malnutrition composite score. The goal is to get as near 100% as you possibly can, although that's, that's a pretty lofty goal. In the beginning, when you start using this, you'll recognize areas that really need improvement, and you can emphasize and work on each individual areas to bring up the total uh, malnutrition composite score.
0: So, you you've mentioned this a couple times, but I think it's worth mentioning again, these are in hospitalized patients who are over the age of 65. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive that the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMA, decided to adopt this score. But what really is the significance of that as we are working here in our hospitalized settings uh, now thinking about this in 2024?
1: CMS recognized the issues surrounding malnutrition causing poor health outcomes, increasing hospital stays, and increasing readmission rates. CMS also understands that we're not doing the best job at identifying and treating malnutrition. Although I wish we were, we're we're still not quite there. Therefore, like other quality parameters reported to CMS, the Global Malnutrition Composite Score attempts to approve these outcomes, which is better for our patients and may reduce overall costs.
0: So how is that Global Malnutrition Composite Score going to be used in uh, CMS Health Hospital quality reporting? And What are the benefits if a hospital chooses to report that scoring?
1: Great question. Each hospital has some quality improvement parameters that they are required to report and some they can voluntarily report. Right now, the Global Malnutrition Composite Score is one of the voluntarily reported measures. At this point, the Global Malnutrition Composite Score can be used by hospitals to identify areas needed for improvement regarding malnutrition. The benefits right now are improving outcomes in your patients.
0: So I'm going to add a question to that, Matt. So let's say that if your hospital decided that they wanted to start tracking this, can they track it and not report it to CMS until they get their score to a level that they feel is a good score?
1: Absolutely. Right now, it's a voluntary basis starting in January 2024. So you don't have to report it. You do have to report, I believe, three mandatory reporting, quality measures, and three voluntary. As long as you have your three voluntary, this could be a fourth that you're following until you get up to speed on screening and get your program together.
0: Great. So the next question that comes to mind then is, how can our listeners prepare to use this global malnutrition composite score in their institutions?
1: Well, I say talk to your hospital administrators or quality improvement personnel. Introduce them to the scoring system and emphasize the benefits of identifying and treating malnutrition. If you want the administrators to listen, definitely emphasize the potential decrease in length of stay and re-emission rates. This is cost savings. That gets their attention. Money gets their attention. The easiest way to implement this model is to run it like a quality improvement project. A good way to start is with finding a way to implement the first measure, screening for malnutrition. If screening is not good, then the other measures may suffer as well, and you likely won't reach the full benefit of the scoring system. You will likely need to speak with the stakeholders, those folks that are involved at admissions, to help with recognizing malnutrition. Some have already asked IT to help with implementing a screening scoring system to use for admission personnel. The Malnutrition Quality Improvement Initiative has a great website with many resources available to guide you through the implementation of the Global Malnutrition Composite Score. Furthermore, in conjunction with Aspen and the Malnutrition Awareness Week, a webinar was recorded with some great folks on the Global Malnutrition Composite Score in October, 2022, that may help. Finally, our paper in the Journal of Nutrition and Clinical Practice will be helpful and may act as a guide to help you through this quality improvement project surrounding malnutrition.
0: So Matt, before we close, are there any additional comments that you'd wanna share with our listeners today?
1: Sure Jeanette, malnutrition is common and we are likely missing it on mission. If we can identify and treat malnutrition in our patients, we can decrease length of hospital stay, re-emissions and overall costs. The global malnutrition composite score can help us in that endeavor and CMS agrees. Let's take on malnutrition and improve the lives of our patients.
0: I appreciate your insight into this complex, but very important topic. And so again, thank you, Dr. Bechtold, for sharing this with our listeners. And I want to invite our listeners to learn more about this topic, as well as other papers on nutrition assessment and the October 2023 issue of Nutrition and Clinical Practice. Thank you.